Nature is a place where we can find adventure, make discoveries, and get back to our roots. I'm Lisa B., artist and storyteller here at EcoSight, and I love dreaming up original stories like this one to share with you. I'm psyched you're coming along with me on this adventure. It's time for a story. This is Gael of Isle. In the middle of a vast ocean rose a small island simply called Isle. Its land was lush with tropical forests and clearings with flowers so tall you had to stand on tiptoes to peek inside the blooms. The weather was warm day and night and all year long. Aside from a brief rain shower each morning, the sun shone bright on Isle and the moon reflected off the sea at night. There was only one small village on Isle, and it rested by the sea. There were no automobiles or bicycles. In fact, the only wheels on the island were attached to carts, used to haul goods or elderly or injured villagers. Each villager knew of every other. Their ancestors had come from far and wide and had landed either by choice or by shipwreck. All had stayed. No one outside of Isle knew about the island, and for the most part, life there was simple and peaceful. On the hillside above the village lived a boy named Gael who was ten years old and shared a small house with his parents. While all people on Isle had modest homes and few belongings, Gael and his family had less than most. They grew a garden at the edge of the forest, and every day Gael and his parents would walk the long path down to the village with their bags of fresh vegetables slung over their shoulders. In the village, they would trade their herbs, squashes, and lettuce for fresh fish and soap and sometimes second-hand clothes when their crop was plentiful. The village children attended school every other day and helped at home and in the village when they weren't in school. Gael was a content child, though he was quiet, and he mostly kept to himself during class. This attracted the attention of another schoolboy who was less quiet and less content. His name was Hector, and, in the teacher's absence, he often made fun of Gael's dirty bare feet and quiet temperament. Gael has no friends, he would jeer. When Gael did not respond, Hector's taunts would grow louder. Gael has no friends. Still, Gael studied quietly, as did most of the other students. A girl of Gael's age sat shyly at the far side of the room, where she stared at its open-air windows, hoping to avoid eye contact and attention of her own. Her name was Nadia, and she too had bare feet. While her gaze was outward, her thoughts were with Gael with every insult, as though the weight of them fell on her shoulders. As Gael stayed quiet, so did Nadia. When the school days ended, the children gathered what little belongings they brought and shuffled out the classroom door. Some stayed just outside the schoolhouse to play chase or sit with friends. Gael made his way to the path up the hillside, and when he started the climb, his step picked up and his excitement grew. The days passed as usual on Isle.
Gael traded goods in the village with his parents one day, and the next he learned about the sea and stars in school. And every day he ran with excitement up the path to his home. Hector became increasingly bothered by Gael's indifference to him. He had no idea what a boy with so little could be so excited about at the end of each day. One day after school, instead of throwing rocks into the sea, Hector made the choice to secretly follow Gael up the hillside path. He stayed behind Gael and ducked behind trees to avoid being noticed. When Gael reached his home, Hector sat on an old log just inside the cover of the forest and waited. He watched the house to see if there was a party. He watched the yard to see if there were kids playing. When he saw nothing remarkable, he watched the sun slowly set over the sea and the lights in the small house go dark. Hector was disappointed. Nothing happy had happened at the home of Gael. Why was this boy so content, he wondered. And then he heard it. The door to the house softly creaked open, and a small figure slipped through and walked slowly toward the forest near the house. Hector tiptoed closer to see. Gael moved into the forest and was lost to Hector in the fading light. Hector followed the sounds the best he could, but he did not know the forest and he stumbled over bushes and fallen branches. Hector was falling behind. Meanwhile, it was Gael's favorite time of night. He sat back against the trunk of a tree and rested upon its sprawling roots. As he sat quietly, the sound around him began to grow. It was the song of night in the forest on Isle. Just then, the sound of cracking branches in the dark startled Gael, and the song of the forest quieted. He turned around and saw a dark figure against the fading sunset outside the forest. The figure froze, and both knew they had been discovered. Gael stood, and the figure slowly walked toward him. When almost face to face, Gael recognized the soft features of his classmate's face though she had always done her best to hide them at school. It was Nadia. She, too, had followed Gael up the green path to his home to find out why he was always so content and at peace. Gael took Nadia's hand and invited her to sit next to him to listen. They sat quietly, and once again the song of the forest grew. Nadia became spellbound, it wasn't long before tiny figures of the very chorus of the forest began to emerge. The cokey frogs of Isle started leaping about the forest floor, through puddles and up and over Gael and Nadia's feet and knees. The frogs leaped onto the children's heads and landed in their palms, where the little beasts sang their big songs to each other. Gael and Nadia looked at each other and giggled softly adding to the sweet sounds of the forest. Still, Hector hid nearby. He could barely see what was happening in the dark, only that there were now two figures where there was once one, and he heard only soft giggling.
A jealousy in Hector rose from the pit of his stomach, and he began marching toward the tree where the dark figures sat. Branches cracked loudly and vines snapped against the forward motion of his feet. The sound of the forest came to an abrupt halt, and a voice Hector almost couldn't control rose from his throat. He demanded to know what the children were giggling about. Gael and Nadia shot straight up, startled by the confrontation. Even in the low light of the forest, the three classmates recognized each other. They simply stared in silence, each wondering what to do next. As they stood like statues, the symphony of the forest once again started to grow. Gael and Nadia began looking around the forest, distracted by the sound. Hector wondered why they had not answered him and what they were looking for, for he had not been able to hear the sounds of the cokey frogs over the rumble of anger in his chest. But as the three stood silently and Hector waited for an answer, he began to hear the faint sounds of the forest. The sounds tickled in his ears and tingled down to his fingertips, and Hector forgot about his anger. With the symphony in his ears, Hector lowered himself to the forest floor and sat. The other two slowly sat down beside him. The frogs began their acrobatics, and the sound of laughter filled the forest. The story goes that on the very next school day, Hector stood humbly at the front of the class and told of the thousands of friends of Gael in the forest of Isle. I hope you enjoyed our visit to Isle as much as I did. Now it's time for a little trivia about islands. Here's our episode question. What is a group of islands called? Push pause now if you'd like to think about it. Okay, let's find out what a group of islands is called. A group of islands is called an archipelago. According to the National Ocean Service, most archipelagos are formed when volcanoes erupt from the ocean floor. These are called oceanic islands. The islands of the Hawaiian archipelago, for example, were formed by a series of volcanic eruptions that began more than 80 million years ago and are still active today. Ready for some jokes? How about some funnies about frogs? Why do frogs want to be rappers? They're big into hip-hop. What's a frog's favorite year? Well, a leap year, of course. Visit the Gael of Isle episode post on the EcoPsyched Facebook page to share your own funny and appropriate frog jokes. And if you like the sounds of cokey frogs in this EcoPsyched Stories episode, tune in to the Kona Night Nature Pod episode at EcoPsyched.com. Let's get together again soon for another EcoPsyched story. Hey, grown-ups! If you and the children in your lives enjoyed this original EcoPsyched story, please consider giving EcoPsyched five stars on iTunes. 
check out EcoPsyched on Facebook and Instagram too. Visit EcoPsyched.com to find more stories and explore episode artwork. Thank you for joining me, Lisa B., on this EcoPsyched Stories adventure. See you next time.